cave of cool. Balloon juice. Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool presents Balloon Juice, a pop culture podcast from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Movies, TV, comic books, current events, and all things cool. Hold on to your toques. Balloon Juice starts now. It's been two months since we spoke. No way. Yeah, actually, the last time we spoke... Well, I haven't gotten any goddamn happier. (laughs) <laughs> well, the last time we spoke, uh, the uh, the insurrection hadn't happened. Oh, yeah. The dumbass is all in jail now. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Shirtless wanting his organic foods. Yeah. <laughs> and he got them. That makes the, me crazy. The, the QAnon shaman. Yes. He actually got his organic foods. Did he? They should oh. have pe- yeah, they should have peed in the mall. <laughs> Pee is organic, isn't it? That's right. I know it's sterile, so there you go. (laughs) Enjoy. Oh, man. And then it was supposed to be one yesterday, but they all punked out. Yeah, well, it, um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I've read the explanation for yesterday a a couple of times, and and I still don't understand what it is. Well, because they used to do inauguration on March the 4th when you had to actually bring a horse to Washington. Oh, okay. They didn't want to come in the snow of January. Right. So they put it into March. Mm-hmm. And so that's considered the real day when the real president gets inaugurated. Oh, and they figured that was going to happen. So what? Do they expect Trump to ride in on a horse? And- oh, nothing. Ha- no, no. He'd <laughs> ride in in a fucking Sibian. I mean, nothing would uh, would get him to get out of his little bubble he's put himself into. Wish he mm-hmm. would have done that four fucking years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's he- nice not to even hear from Biden. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing on the weekends, and I don't care. <laughs> that's right he's not golfing at least i know that's that. right that's so right if he's, if he's in the treasury moving a gold bar a day into his own private uh like storehouse of them well, go ahead man put <laughs> him being out there sticking your one wood in my face and, uh, cheating, and even cheating at golf at the same time mm-hmm. i mean that is just weak ass that's some weak ass shit yeah you're, you're golfing and everybody you golf with says you're a dirt cheater that, now, they did say that. That is true, that Trump did actually cheat. He, he was a, a regular... Hit himself in his own head with his one wood mm-hmm. and blamed a caddy for it. That's right. And I remember reading about that. Yeah. Yeah. At so least we, when, when Dick Cheney shot that guy in the face, he said, yeah, I shot the guy in the face. Yeah. <laughs> he was just... His face was where I was shooting. So yeah. it's really his fault. But at least he admitted he pulled the trigger. Yeah. Trump can't even admit I pulled the, the fucking one wood out of my bag. Hmm. <laughs> brain myself because i have the the, the reflexes of a turtle <laughs> uh yeah so the last time we spoke which was which was just the very first early days of january trump was still there he hadn't been the, the transition hadn't happened but it did happen he punked out earlier like a whiny, did like a little whiny bitch like yeah. a whiny baby you know and and didn't have to deal with it so left left mike pence who he failed to kill yes exactly and <laughs> to, now to, i hear they're they're uh, at odds with each other oh my god <laughs> Mike, well, you me- realize Mike doesn't have the free access to the bathhouse anymore? <laughs> what will Mike do? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, the, the loving touch of a man. Yep. There goes Mike. Mike's dreams of, of an all-gay White House. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, he's, uh, you know what? 
why are we even talking about him? He doesn't exist anymore. I know. Fuck <laughs> them Pence, all. It's like, fuck, you fuck know. them all. They deserve every fucking thing they got. Like Rush Limbaugh, rest in hell. I mean, who cares about him either? You know what? Yeah, I, I have he, to. Agree he created with that, you know? a lot of the shit that we're dealing with now mm-hmm. because they were easy. Tar- they were easy targets to create, make money off of, and exploit, and sell your little Alex Jones uh, T-shirts and and um, what were they? Um, survivalist kits, you yeah. know, with all the um, sun-dried foods or whatever it was, <laughs> dehydrated foods. Yeah. And Jim Baker sold the same shit. So that tells oh. you which kind of people you're dealing with, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Rush Limbaugh died uh, of um, I'm not sure what he died of, but you know, anal it cancer. Anal anal cancer. Well, of that the penis. Is, yes. That's you know quite appropriate. Yes. Uh, Rush Limbaugh and you know people have been you know when when he first died, people were like you know uh, you know they were, everyone was saying oh just don't speak ill of the dead, but honestly, Rush Limbaugh was yeah. a hateful Rush Limbaugh was a hateful prick. He was, and I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead too. He's burning yeah. in hell. Yep. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I hope there's a hell just so he could burn in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might be going there myself, but I, I can talk my way out of it. <laughs> I'll go on a mission for the devil. Devil <laughs> likes missions. Yeah. I got uh, a game plan to deal with him. Now, speaking of Alex Jones. Yes. He's actually, he came out, on a, he did an interview where he came out and said, I wish I'd never met uh, yeah, exactly. Donald Trump and Roger Oh boy, Stone. is he ever playing up to, what's he, yeah. what's his angle now? I don't know, but. It's like, like if, if he's if he's sincere, it's like, well, you know, too late. <laughs> if, if he's yeah. sincere, I hope it gives him angina. I hope it gives him an ulcer. Yeah. I hope he feels bad for the rest of his life. And he was really that stupid to get duped. But mm. I think it's just him playing a different angle and looking for sympathy. And he's another one that can go fuck himself yeah. because uh, he he made all kinds of noise and made all kinds of trouble and validated uh, uh, sick uh, conspiracy theories that hold no water um, and just uh, aggravated the situation more than it needed to be. Well, for what he did to the Sandy Hook parents, parents of the Sandy Hook kids, oh, fuck you know, him for, for all that of that, alone. he deserves everything he gets. Every bad thing that happens to him, he deserves it. And yeah. he deserves to die and go to hell, too. No, I agree. I agree. And, and hopefully and with all the screaming he does, his yeah. uh, you'll get an aneurysm in his head and it'll just explode on TV one day. What would hope? We'll actually watch it in slow motion on YouTube. Yeah. Just exploding. Yeah. Like one of those cysts from Dr. <laughs> Pimple Popper. Yeah. Well, uh, I have to say, I just have to say that that freaking show is, is sometimes the only thing that keeps me from killing myself the, because this woman is a godsend. She is. I wish, <laughs> I wish I had a sebaceous cyst. <laughs> or, or a horn growing out of my head like somebody did, like a rhino woman. Just so just that so, she, yeah, just so, so you she can feel that the, the sensation of her rubber gloves on your yes, on your that her talking to me, yeah. and and I wish I could be one of these guys that oh, I'm afraid of the doctor, and she's so <laughs> sweet and nice to them, and I just I'm ha- one guy she gave a smoke break to. She never gives nobody a smoke break, and he was the one that she said, well, I think maybe this is a little too liquid to take it out in one piece. What, what could I take this out with? And of course, her assistant. Oh, we got a sterilized spoon. And I just went, fuck me. No fucking way is she going to do that. And next thing you know, the sterilized bag hits the, hits the, the tray, right? Mm-hmm. She pulls out the spoon. And you saw the picture. I gave of cool, the screen yeah. capture. She's scooping it, the mush out with a fucking spoon. That was That's hardcore John Wick dermatology, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he killed someone with a pencil, a pencil, but she is the most hardcore woman I know. Uh, that's that's true, Doctor Pimple Popper. Uh, uh, what's her What's her real name? Doctor Lee. Doctor Lee. 
Okay. Why can't I forget her first name? Sandra. Why is it Sandra? Sandra Lee. That's Sandra. right. Sandra okay. Lee. But she's got really good skills and she's really good people skills. And she does. She's got this carnival freak show of of individuals that go through, <laughs> um, especially the ones that got like a, a bump that looks like a, a, I don't know, like a, what would you call it? Hmm. A bump? Like yeah, a basketball? Like, t- like, yeah. Like it's, it's I mean, at, the, at this point, it's got to be a freaky because, you know, plain old poor of winer is not going to cut it anymore. That's right. Yeah. And the guys, your, the your, your audience is looking for extreme now. And he's a machinist. So, of course, this big bump on his arm mm-hmm. um, gets cut all the time because it's in the way of the machinery mm-hmm. and it's all infected and everything. <laughs> and she's got to go after it. And that one was horrendous because that one came out green. <laughs> but Jeez. at least it, it, with all the pus around it, at least the big cyst was in one piece. Uh-huh. But, oh, I'm telling you, man. Oh, and, he, and even sometimes it pushes me. And on Instagram, I, I follow a couple pimple popper sites and they're not so bad. But the, again, I've said it a thousand times. There's two types of people in the world. There are those who like pimple popping, those who don't. Yep. Those who like the big Lebowski, those who hate it. That's right. Those you, who you. love Lost Boys, if you're a girl mm-hmm. and those who kind of, eh, you know, because, <laughs> you know, it's all boys. Yeah, it's well, a, it's a girl's movie. It's what, like Grease and Hocus Pocus. You're talking about the uh, the vampire movie with yes, uh, of course. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. That's actually yes. one of my favorite movies. I, it's, I, it's, I went and saw that in the theaters twice. I did too, you know. but it's a chick movie. It is a chick movie. It's but, one of the three movies all chicks like. Yeah, but there's Hocus also this Pocus, Grease yeah, Hocus and that Pocus, one. Yeah, okay. I, I haven't seen Hocus Pocus. I should. Good you think you haven't. It's, it's really crappy. But if I but, say that around other women, yeah. see, now I'm going to get all kinds of hate tweets. Yeah. Well, at least it's attention, ladies. You know, as I die here suffering in my loneliness, you know, loneliness to kill a man sure is a gun. You know who said that? Steinbeck. You know, a book of mice and men. Of mice and men. And not everybody lived to the end of that book, baby. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there are two people, kinds of people in the world. And, and one of them can watch the pimple popping videos and the others just don't understand. And, what about uh, you? I watch them. I'm fascinated by them. I am, too. And yeah. and I and it's it's like the be, it's like the best kind of drama. I don't know what it is. It's 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 more it's more uh, intense than a Hitchcock movie. It's like, whoa, is it going to come out? Of course, it's going to come out. But just like, how are they going? How many tries are they going to? You know, it's right. Like, it's and the botfly removals are cool too. Those are actually I love the cool. botfly yeah. removals. Not so big on the toenail things, but you know, yeah, that's I got, true. I got toenail issues myself, so I can't. Okay. What's with everybody and their toenail issues? That's all I've been hearing. I'm swear to God, you must be about the fifth person this week that I heard about their toenail issues. What is with this this epidemic of of bad toenails on people? I don't know. I mean, I think the sock the, the sock manufacturing people might have some and questions to answer about that. I, guess. I think so. And and that thing, and I I don't know why I watch it all the time, but that pad that you're supposed to put on your foot from Japan. Mm-hmm. That clears all the toxins out of your body. Oh yeah, and it's on your foot, and it's supposed to, like it just sticks there like some kind of and tampon. it's supposed to leach out and, all of the right. toxins. But that... when you pull it off, it's like black is black, right? Ooh. So I'm wondering where the fuck did the black come from? <laughs> Unless the black was already in the tampon yeah, or well, the, it, the, the pad. It could be because I mean, you know, you're you do you're uh, as you as you have seen in the commercials, the your 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 feet actually do sweat. They can sweat up to a cup of moisture a day. Right. So it could be that you know sweaty moisture just you know activates yeah, but the when black your white socks turn the, black. Yeah. Well, that's. You know. Does that happen? No. See, I only wear black socks this round, because I got rid of I get rid of like about once every two years. I get rid of all the socks that don't match, and I get a new 
pair of those ones that all they all match. They're all yeah. the same. Yeah. You know that the the fifty pack from from yeah. Walmart. That's right. Yeah. I it those. costs less than a chocolate bar. <laughs> I uh, I wear black socks during the week and, and white socks on the weekend. So oh, look at you, you rebel. Yeah. Is that how you can tell the difference? <laughs> uh, well, do, do you do you dream? Do you look down at your black socks and dream for the days, the day when you'll be able to put on your white socks? You know what? It, honestly, it, they don't feel any different. It's the same. Oh, sure. Material. You don't walk with a little material. more of a of spring in your step. You're just a little <laughs> more. I still wear the sneakers, you know. I mean, I, I don't work at a really formal shop. I still wear sneakers, but just. I don't know. I, I wear black socks on the weekday. That's that's my thing. And I wear collared shirt. You know, it's like a it's like a t-shirt, right? But it's like right. a golf shirt with a collar. Right. right. You know? But on the on the weekend, I just I don't bother with the the collar. I put on my my Batman shirt. So just a regular t-shirt. Just a Marvel my Marvel Comics t-shirt. So you're just a regular guy with his white socks and his and his white and his t-shirt yeah. and his and his uh, pop culture t-shirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I I wear a golf shirt during the week because I you know have to deal with. Okay, professional customers, you know, got to be somewhat professional. <laughs> so how's the rest of the family doing? The rest of the family's okay. The rest of the family's good. Um, good. Wife still you? hates me. Tell her I admire her for that. Okay. Well, you, I will you tell know, her it's that. Hard to, hard to keep up. I understand. <laughs> Some people will wither. I understand yep. she never will, but that's good. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Yep. Uh, she hates me too sometimes, but that's, you well, know, That's okay. You that, married that's, her. That's, that's your, my own fault. Your yeah. 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 That's, your, that's your chitch, man. <laughs> I got enough. I got enough on my plate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I make her feel guilty because I could really use some love and attention now. So she's especially selfish at this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will. I will. I was telling that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From a distance, yeah. I understand. You can yeah. put the note on the on the long pole, mm -hmm. and get a good uh, head start. So I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Okay. Um, Balloon Juice podcast mentions in the wild is my note, which I guess was that um, that thing for Beth Kettleman. She mentioned. She oh had, yes, that's right. She does this thing every month where she does this little art page. Yeah. Where she draws all the movies she saw and books she read and and things she participated in and mm -hmm. uh, podcasts she went to, and we actually made it one day. Yeah. One month. I think it was last month. She does that every month. Every month at the end of the month. Cool. And so movies she saw, like this month she saw Train to Busan, which uh, now she's firmly on board my uh, my my quest to make sure this remake never gets remade mm -hmm. because it's a stupid idea to remake it in America. Yeah. Um, it's basically going to be zombies on a train, which it is going to play like snakes on a, on a plane. Mm -hmm. um, they have no idea the magic and the, just the little touches, the things that make a, a Korean movie a Korean movie. Mm -hmm. Right. That the way that they focus on family mm -hmm. in any movie that they do, there's a family somehow dynamic that's going on yeah. between between the people. And that's kind of the they all have that kind of emotional um, connection. And of course, you've never seen Train to Busan. So what do you know? Well, I do know that uh, that takes place on a high speed rail, um, a system which the United States does not have. Oh, no, of course not. And Canada, but it's, it's like it can't work because it doesn't have the. They don't have the same America. You can't have an American version of something that they don't have the high speed rail. Well, maybe they'll put it on something slow, like one of those old West timey um, ad adventure tour trains. You know, like yeah. in an amusement park. Mm -hmm. You know, the ones with the open windows. That you yeah, but then get they'll, out they'll of anyway. To, then they have to be slow zombies, and that's. I know, and they got to be quick animal. zombies, but the yeah. people are slow because they're fat. Yeah. <laughs> like most yeah. Americans that go like to most. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, an American version of Train to Busan is 
problematic at the best. I mean, you well, could. Like, you could. I can't think of a, like a remake that actually has been good. I go all those live action Disney ones are bad, and now they're remaking Pinocchio. Pinocchio is is even more horrific than Dumbo is, mm-hmm. and Dumbo's <laughs> horrific enough, and Bambi's horrific, but Pinocchio is the worst kind of child abuse, living in a whale, getting <laughs> loaded with these punks who make you smoke something. Was probably PCP. And you, your cricket doesn't keep you away from all the hard stuff. No, you're in the whorehouse, probably having things done to your wooden body that, you know, or being told to tell lies because yeah. that, that's what the whore's like. You make the big long nose. I mean, I just, it's just, it's just, it, oh my God. And when they're in the whale and I worry about the cat the whole time and they're worrying about the fish in the whale in the fish bowl. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. That cat is going to drown in that whale. Yeah, no one seems to worry about the poor cat. No, so they're going to do a live action Pinocchio. And now uh, I know Gordon Joseph Gordon Levitt is going to be playing Jiminy Cricket. I I gather. Oh my god! Oh I my assume god. that's going to be very heavily CGI. I hope he's a, just a cricket. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like everything they've just got to spoil mm-hmm. because why do we even need it? You know, we've got that great Canadian show. Maybe you remember it, The New Adventures of Pinocchio. I do remember which was that. Was a stop yeah. motion kind of piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Where for somehow this child, Pinocchio, mm-hmm. and his guardian, a cricket with a top hat, mm-hmm. um, tend to be walking around the country like the littlest hobo and running into people and solving their problems. Somehow they end up in, in Loch Ness in Scotland, where <laughs> the Loch Ness monster is fighting this, this other uh, Loch guy, right, who has a cannon, and he fires the cannonball member into I, the Loch Ness monster's yeah. neck so he can't speak anymore. <laughs> And and they both have this argument. They're speaking in Scottish, arguing back and forth. The Loch Ness monster and this golf guy, right, who owns a, a, a like a lighthouse or something. And then they end up in the old west, where they've got this Indian guy and a cowboy guy trying to swindle land from them, from the cowboys. <laughs> I mean, and always the fox shows up, who's trying to always seduce Pinocchio into like making more X-rated movies or, um, you know. Going to go into Singapore and or Thailand and becoming a, a lady boy or mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? He's always got some really sick, perverted things for uh, Pinocchio to do. Yeah. Now this was real. We're not making this up. No, we're not making this, this up. Look, the was, new adventures of Pinocchio. Yeah. And I think when I do my when this call comes out and I do my little post about the Cave of Cool, I will look for that show and I will put an episode of it in. It's got mm-hmm. really good stop motion mm-hmm. for the time. Yeah. It's gorgeous looking, but the themes are just. Uh, will make you want to just cut your throat. It's crazy. Now, do you remember there was a movie called uh, Pinocchio in Space? Did you remember that one? No, thank God. Yeah, uh, Pinocchio in Space. <clears throat> uh, there was this um, turtle creature who, uh, uh, like a, an alien turtle creature, and the whale was a space whale. And uh, uh, was this animated? It was animated. It was. Uh, was it a cheap animated? Like was it made by a Bible group or something? Like it was, it was one made of those by this. Ones? I think it was made by the same people who made the the Incredible Mr. Limpet. I don't know. Uh, oh really? Let's see. Hold on. Ugh. That sounds horrible, though. <laughs> it was actually very interesting. It. Uh, like, why would you send a wooden puppet into space who can't lie? Like, I'm sorry. Know, if the space station is being attacked, I'm going to tell the truth. Okay. I gotta save the captain's feelings. Pinocchio in Outer Space, 1965. The, the film's as old as I am. Um, 1965. It was done by I don't know who did it. Um, Pinocchio in Outer Space. Yeah, Pinocchio. 
getting away with uh, some must of the prove stuff. himself as a real boy when he takes off to Mars with Nurdle, Nurdle the alien turtle in the to in the capture of Astro, a flying killer space whale. Nurdle the alien turtle. Yes. Okay, so he went off with Nurdle, the alien turtle. Nurdle the so alien that, turtle. Who, where the who, hell was? Who, but for, where the hell was this Jiminy Cricket keeping this kid from being molested in space? <laughs> this sounds like grooming to me. This is grooming behavior. Yeah, Yurtle well, the turtle or Nurtle. It's not Yurt Nurtle because Yurtle they get sued by by Doctor Zeus. Yeah. Now it was a Belgian American animated film. Ooh, ooh Belgian. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and ah. uh, the, your, the the turtle voice was uh, um, provided by a, an actor named Arnold Stang, who um, who has a very distinctive voice. You probably if you heard him, it's like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Um, but he's he's got this sort of Brooklyn kind of voice, and he's so uh, he's a Brooklyn turtle. Yeah. Well, how yeah. many turtles are there in Brooklyn? <laughs> There's probably lots of turtles in Brooklyn. They dive, they swim in the Hudson River. They're all I mean, they're all in the apartments. They'll get flushed. Do you know how many turtles probably get flushed down the New York toy? Uh, Until they grow a certain size and they get stuck yeah. and then people just yeah. live with them. So it's just like the, and they have to live with the alligator. They have to dodge the alligators in the That's sewers. right. Of course. Of course. You know, it's anyway, jungle out there. Yeah. That was, that was Pinocchio. Uh, but there have been several different versions of Pinocchio, including an X-rated version, which. Of course. Which yes, I have seen. Where he's delivering <laughs> pizza to those whores who yeah. never have enough money. Why did they order pizza if they can't pay for it? That's my question. Just think this kid makes a lot of money. Your kid makes living on tips and his little bike, he's got to ride there. No, every time he gets there, they take his pizza, they molest him, and then they send him back. <laughs> Where it's got to come out of his check. Yeah. Actually, now I'm actually going to. There is uh, a short Canadian film about Pinocchio. Uh, and it, it actually won several awards. Uh, and it was done by a friend of mine from Vancouver who actually has the same name as me. His name is Mike Jackson. He's actually a filmmaker. He did a movie called Woodman. Okay. Which is all up, and you, you should you look it up. Actually, I'll I'll send you the link because okay. uh, it is available on 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 YouTube. Did, uh, is it a creative spin on the genre? Yeah. What well, Pinocchio basically is now a middle aged man. And he's he's basically trying to make it in the world, and he's on a dating site, and of course he he can't leave the house about every, himself. every time he lies. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's a funny movie. It's a very funny and also heartwarming, and it did win uh, several awards for short films. And and uh, Mike Jackson. Uh, my namesake, he lives, he's a filmmaker in Vancouver. He's actually working on his first feature right now called Time Helmet. Time Helmet. I've heard of the Time Helmet. Yeah, that's going to be coming out. But he, but Woodman is, is, uh, is, he's, he's done, he's got a, a number of films. There was a film called Dial A for Alpha Man, which is about a superhero who's retired. Um, I sense a theme here. It, it's, it's, he's, uh, he's an old friend of mine. I went to university with him. He's cool. He's got a funny sense of humor, but he's, uh, I have to check that out. Yeah, but he, he's, he does, uh, he's made a number, he's made a number of films. He's done some directed music videos. Um, but, uh, yeah. So Woodman, yeah, is, yeah, is the, the natural, um, again, I'd like to see a kind of maybe a heartwarming, um, Pinocchio story that's not full of all the smut. Smut that I smut, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a non a non smutty. Well, and speaking story. of smut, mm-hmm. and I'm most disappointed in this. I mean, and I feel b- bad for her because I feel like she's being marginalized and pushed into this box that other women want her to be in. Mm-hmm. But poor Lola Bunny, Lola they Bunny, and Lola Bunny from Space mm-hmm. Jam. Yeah, and they've desexitized her. Yes, they put like a a body stocking on her, you know, and. And she's wearing like a long T-shirt where before she was hypersexualized. Yes. And could she bend had, over. She had, the, she had the Madonna cropped up. 
oh my god yes on those little tight shorts and the and little the, runners yeah. Yeah. with the big laces mm -hmm. and she would often bend down to pick up the ball like everybody does yeah it's not our fault does, that yeah. i was behind her when she did <laughs> now this is this is Again, the new the, the, okay now space jam of course was the movie with with michael jordan michael jordan and the looney tunes characters yes and, and that was many many years ago that was in the and it was animated where he was kind of brought in and Bill Murray was in it yeah, too. Bill Murray's in it. And it's a funny movie. I mean, I've seen it many times because my, again, kids, it's my, it's goofy. my kids had it on video and they watched it over and over again. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 goofy yeah. and it's mm -hmm. harmless. And yeah. then of course they come with the repeat because I don't know why we need a sequel, but mm -hmm. LeBron James is around, so let's yep. have a sequel. So LeBron um, James is in it. And LeBron James is in it. And of course, then we saw the, the new D Sex Lola Bunny. Yes. Now, um, Lola and, Bunny has been given a more well, I don't know, how do they describe it? More of a realistic, realistic body image. I don't know. Like she dressed you just like a, a any insecure girl in mm -hmm. junior high. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Like the, she's wearing like a body stocking or, or leggings to her mm -hmm. knees and she's wearing like a T-shirt to her arms. And then she's got another bigger T-shirt on over mm -hmm. her because she got to hide her body mm -hmm. and the breast she developed over the summer. Mm -hmm. She's not allowed to show those, of course. Yeah. Right. And that tight little ass that she's got working. I'm sorry. I'm into the bunny girls. All right. Judy Hopps from Zootopia. Come on. I have a long okay. history of bunny girls. Yeah. And, and and enjoying them. And I'm sorry that she 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 falls in the category where she's a pretty girl. She mm -hmm. has to realize that everybody is going to lust after her as mm -hmm. they lusted after Bugs Bunny when he dressed like a girl bunny. That well, I mean, how many he, times um, yeah. did we see him dressed as a square dance bunny mm -hmm. or that one bunny when they were hunting? Yeah. And she kissed Elmer and he kind of walked over and shot Daffy in the face yeah. just for no reason. Cause yeah. he got kissed. I, right? I, yeah. For like a nice duck dinner. <laughs> and then bang. Uh, yeah. And of course there's, you know, we, we also have Garth from, you know, Wayne's yeah. world, you know, who's like, did you ever, did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he dressed like a girl buddy? And mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no. And he I, I was just asking, you know, just asking. <laughs> which is just hilarious. Because um, he laughs and says no, but yeah. we all did, man. Yeah. We all did. <laughs> Come on. Okay. So, and, and of course, uh, the sexiest bunny of them all, Jessica Rabbit, although she was, Oh my God, really you couldn't make a movie she, with her she, anymore. She married into the, bunny family that's right <laughs> she'd have to oh my god could you imagine what they dress her like now uh jessica rabbit yes yeah well you know uh, and that was the whole point she'd be that in a the whole the whole point of the, the character was that she was I'm not bad i'm just drawn that way exactly yeah so so yeah so lola bunny has now is, is not the hypersexualized character that she was before which some people are saying is a good thing oh and, yeah it's and, always and, a good thing to de-hypersexualize a bunny yeah, mm -hmm. that's and you took the dick from from Mr. Potato Head. So I mean, I guess I guess all our problems are solved. Religious, right? Okay, Cancel now, culture. So now, 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 Mr. Potato Head. Never, now look, Mr. Potato Head never had a dick. Unless no, you made, unless you made, unless you made one for him. Right? Did but he have I mean, a hole in the back? Did he have an anus? No, I don't remember that. But he's a plastic potato. A, you know, he's a plastic potato. I don't. I, I know everyone first came out. You had to get your own potato. Yeah, and, and parents would find the the rotten potatoes under their kids' beds <laughs> with these plastic things stuck in them. And uh, no, that's true. That is true. Yeah. When when Mr. Potato Head was first marketed, he was not. There was not a plastic potato into which you could plug in the little bits. It was no. You just you put just him in a the, real potato. Yeah, you got so the you, real. And you, had, you had to supply your own potato. If you're lucky enough to have one, yeah, if you were rich enough. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, what kind of money did these potato people think people had in those days? Yeah. And when times were tight, you know, like certain certain lean months, it's like, I'm sorry, sorry. You know, Mr. Potato Head, you know, <laughs> take yeah. out the stick. You got he's gonna he's gonna be dinner. He's gonna so, be French fries. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, bug or uh, Mr. Potato Head has now become no now what do they say? Is no, he, potato is he, head. Is he, just... gen, is he general gender neutral? Is no, he's, he's, now, he's male and female and well, and 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 no sex all at the same time. No, but didn't they have? Did, no, that's true. When you pull off all the stuff, he's just right. He exists he's in not, very. He not. can be male. He can be female. He can have gender. He cannot have gender. Um, but he did have a child, so he got a dick. Yeah. Right. Or a womb. I mean, you know. Yeah, like spontaneous. Like he child, just spontaneous, it, like on Jurassic Park. They're but, all born yeah. female, and just one of them just happened to spontaneously give birth. Mm -hmm. uh, Velociraptors. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, I, I, did Mr. Potato Head, did they did they market a separate Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head? Yes. Okay, so they were separate. Yes, and there was so a basically it was just head. it was just an excuse to sell more. Oh, exactly. Know. And of course, so you, once it's like once the boys got the Mr. Potato Head, team, the girls got to get Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. That's right. Like every sports team. Mm -hmm. I mean, when they did the Poppin' Fresh guy from Pillsbury Dough, he, mm -hmm. that one, yeah. he, of course, had to have a wife and children. It was mm -hmm. like Little House on the fucking Prairie in that kitchen. <laughs> he had he had grandpa, grandma. They had a dog. Mm -hmm. um, they had a male, female kid. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah. So now they are um, coming out and saying that. Mr. Potato Head is not. Yeah, he's he's the latest which, victim of cancel culture. Which he which he is. I mean, well, I, he had a call know, coming, man. He was talking smack for years. Well, you know, that's just it, Mr. Potato Head. You know, I wanted a Mr. Potato Head so bad when I was a kid. I I, and then when I found he, that, one, he never like, did it for me. But you know? but um, that uh, Hugo, the man of a thousand faces, that oh, ventriloquist doll. That was that out, I that really was, wanted. That was amazing. I, I that was disguises. Yep, oh my god! Absolutely, I remember that, and I was thinking that's the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Miss Doctor Evil, and it had mm -hmm. all the the things to just make him into all kinds of characters. That would have like been a awesome. Bald headed thing, and you could give him scars and makeup and wigs and, and uh, wigs and everything. And he had and he whatever. had the little spirit gum, and mm -hmm. you could actually in those days when they actually sold you uh, Halloween supplies in the local drugstore in that one little aisle. Remember. Yeah, well, pathetic uh, makeup and stuff. That's right. You could yeah. get stuff for him because mm -hmm. you could get mustaches and and yeah. patches and all kinds of stuff. And I'm sure you could probably do a cross dressing thing with Hugo. You know, I mean, it, I'm sure that there are more yeah, than one. Want to, more than one kid. Who Hugo probably doesn't. Did. Hugo doesn't roll that way, man. Hey, Hugo. You know what? Hugo has to. He's not in charge of what cases he's. He's no, no, he's right? all man, baby. If he's got to go, if he's got to go in drag to, to undercover work, you know, that's that's where he's. I don't know. Be. I I think he's old school. I think he'd take a different assignment. <laughs> I think he'd write tickets for a while, uh, just to get the chief off his back. But I don't think he'd do that. You don't. Think he wouldn't do, troll would... for pr prostitution. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't be on the stroll picking up Johns, right? No. Just like that. I can't see it happening. No. <clears throat> Hugo's just a different kind of cop, man. Yep. Yeah, that, that's Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, we live in a world where people care what gender a plastic potato is. Oh, my God. It's just so many things to distract from the, the mm -hmm. you know, from what the real problems are. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and it's so freaking obvious that it just makes you stupid. Yeah. It does well, make no, it's, you... it's, it's like, um, I mean, well, here, let's look at the other one. That's just the Dr. Seuss thing. Again, I look at it and I agree. Okay, yeah, no problem. Those can go. Mm -hmm. I when I see the pictures inside, 
I go, yeah, but I understand for the time, the 1920s and 30s, you could turn Dr. Seuss is certainly not the worst offender yeah. that's using the N word. And ha you could hire your own blacks to cut your wood and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, or the Chinese looking with the long braid and everything. That's I mean, right. that's the way they, the five Chinese brothers come on. Yeah. Um, that is the way that um, foreigners were, were depicted at that time in all popular culture, all popular literature, all blacks had that Sambo look. Mm. I mean, it was the way that it was used on advertising. Yeah. In fact, so so what happens is Dr. Seuss, the the people who are in charge of the Dr. Seuss books, the Dr. Seuss, yes, like family, whatever, estate, uh, have decided to discontinue publishing six titles because of the racist imagery, which everyone pretty much agrees. And I mean, you know, if you see it, you, oh yeah, and you you know, I I I do remember the books. I mean, the books are out there in the wild, so. You know, uh, and people have them in their collection. And you look at the pictures and you think, yeah, that's pretty problematic. You know, most people will agree with that. And but people are complaining. They're saying that the Dr. Seuss is being censored. Mm. He says he's a, they're saying he's a victim of cancel culture. He would be cancel culture if they took away his entire uh, bibliography. Yeah, but right? they're not. And it's just these are, and these are the people who are. It's like if a business discontinues a product because it's a choking hazard. Right. No, no one's going to make a big stink about it. Right. You know, everyone goes, everyone, most everyone would say, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's a joking hazard. Yeah. Better not make them anymore. You know, so that but basically what they've said is, yeah, these are offensive. I think and they should be kept around and used as teaching moments. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of librarians could get a lot of mileage out of teaching kids um, that these were the kind of, and again, in a history class too, social studies, so mm -hmm. sociology, this is the way people were depicted back then. Yeah. So that this is the birth of those kind of, um, uh, imagery, that kind of feeling, those kind of beliefs. This yeah. is what it comes from, mm -hmm. right from childhood. That, well, that 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 is a good point. And I mean, you know, I I I tend to feel that way too. I mean, with you know, for instance, for instance, uh, with old, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Howard Phillips Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft stories. Mm -hmm. H.P. Lovecraft was a notorious racist. But again, we don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Hey, Disney was a Nazi. Come on. Yeah, well, we all know he was. We all know he was. Yeah, uh, well, Errol Flynn certainly was. Oh, exactly. You watch the um, Rocketeer. I've yeah. seen. I've seen their plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so Dr. Seuss. The thing is, though, Dr. Seuss has always been very pretty firmly of the left. I mean, the people who are screaming about it right now, who are the yeah. making the loudest voices, are the ones who basically just, you know, are are. It's not that they're worried about censorship they just want to you know oh no and they're not worried about oh my god how blacks are predict uh, um, portrayed they just want oh to be god, racist that's right <laughs> they, they just want they just to want show that on tv again yeah right? because Look, i mean remember the good old if you if you read if you know dr seuss i mean you remember the bottle butter battle book uh you know which is about a you know the, which is basically about the pointlessness of war right. uh there's the story about the star nose sneeches which are this the star-bellied Starbellied Sneeches, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, which is about racism. You know, it's about the, the pointlessness of racism. The Lorax for crying out loud oh is about God, the, the environment. I mean, the environmental movement is like, that's their Bible. That's, that's right. That's, you know, that's right. And I mean, they will, you know, disparage that up and down. Um, and, and they uh, always you know, get the first part of the Grinch, but not the end of the Grinch. Well, exactly. Right. Also, Yurtle always... the Turtle. Yurtle the Turtle was a, basically, a, it was the one of the few actual, um, uh, anti-Hitler books that came out while Hitler was still in power, you know? Right. <laughs> and so Dr. Seuss, Theodor Geisel has always been an enemy of the right, has always mm -hmm. been a champion of left-wing left, co left -wing causes, you know? And yet now, ironically, it's 
it's the people on the right, you know, the, the, the conservative people who are complaining about that. But I mean, the rest of us see this. I mean, I hope. I mean, and I keep, I, I'm sick of hearing about the 7 million that voted for Trump. What about us? Well, yeah. fucking you, you got on the wrong iceberg. Yeah, you know? I know. It's like, you got sorry. on the wrong boat. You should have got on the Britannia, not the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Dumbass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, that get Britannia sunk later. But I mean, yeah. you got you got on the first boat to sink. So that's your problem. Yeah. And that's that. You know what? That's the argument that I really don't understand. People say, well, what if, you know, 7.2 million people voted for Trump? It's like, well, so what do you get? Want a cookie? More people voted. More people voted for Biden. I mean, it's like you know. You don't get what you want now. That's what you told us four years ago. It's like you told us to stick it in our jumper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, really. So I'm telling you, you, Karen, to just stick it in your jumper. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, Dr. Seuss, and uh, you know, of course the, and we, you know, we recently had the thing situation with the uh, the conservative, uh, what the CPAP, CPAC, what was it? Oh God. Yeah. The little Nazi uh, stage. Yeah. Nazi stage, Nazi yep. shape stage, uh, yep. golden, golden Trump statue. Yeah. Uh, and statue. how much more on the nose do you have to be? You know, it's like they're worshiping, that guy punking worshiping them, the gold. Hey, he, I, made, he got made in Mexico. Was that guy punking the artist? Was he punking apparently, Trump? apparently the artist is a very big Trump supporter. I, you know, I don't know why he decided to put him in an American t-shirt or American shirt and American shorts and a, and flip flops. But, and exactly. I thought, for, I thought for sure it must be someone's trolling them, but, but he no, is, apparently he's got to be. Yeah, I don't. It's crazy, you know, as if you could. And then, get... and of course, Ted Cruz. I mean, he's got his thirty-six hour flight to Cancun and back yep. because he got busted leaving. Well, yeah. and and of course, the deregulation is making guys pay sixteen thousand dollars for their power mm-hmm. uh, because they 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 fucked around with people and the deregulations. They didn't do the upgrades to the windmills, so power went out. Yeah, I mean, it, these hillbillies are so fucking stupid and i mm-hmm. and i feel bad for people that i know in texas but i almost don't feel bad because i almost look down superiorly down at them and just say <laughs> how could you keep in uh, um electing the stupidest among you i mean your current governor just reopened everything and yep. retur- took away all the mass bans before everybody's been fully immunized mm-hmm. so watch a fourth wave hit everything yeah. Right. So and the it, people who need two vaccinations are not going to get them. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be all kinds of schmozzle, too. I'm waiting yeah. for the Pfizer one shot. And Is Pfizer the one shot? Mm-hmm. OK, that would be cool. It's yeah. supposed to be May. I can wait to May or June. I can wait. I'm not you know, going to be running into anybody. My mother goes Tuesday. So, yeah, OK. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's got to make sure of that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So the vaccines are rolling out. Hopefully we'll all be vaccinated by the end of the summer. Oh God, I'm sick of hearing about it, man. Yeah. I'm sick of radio. I'm sick of television. I'm sick of anything just COVID, COVID, COVID related. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, after two years or after a year, I guess it's been a year. After a year, I think we're all kind of sick of hearing about it. But no, it's just hopefully... not. I thought it'd be funner. <laughs> well, I was, I, I, to be perfectly honest, I did have a marvelous time at the beginning of the lockdown. Um, I... I uh, change, but. I had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like I, I didn't have any. I I didn't have to make up any excuses not to go out of the house. I could just stay yeah. in the house and say it's beautiful isn't thing. It? And yeah, it was it's beautiful great. For I'm a telling while. you, 90 of my life I do that. I love it. Now we're coming back to uh, where you know the vaccines are rolling out. We're all going to get back to normal, whatever that is, looks like. Unless yeah. we find out that the people who got the, that that two part vaccine are going to turn into zombie werewolves. Well, I in mean, which case, yeah, that's everything. And us who get the one-shot deal will will be like superheroes, and we'll will be um, 
will be like zombie fighters, mm-hmm. zombie werewolf fighters. Well, I was hoping that somebody would have developed superpowers by now, but no. maybe maybe when it starts rolling. Only out. in a Melissa McCarthy movie <laughs> with Octavia Spencer, two uh, women who I love as actresses, uh, but they're not the most svelte uh, females to ever stuff themselves into a jumpsuit, right? <laughs> yes, and so and, I can't. I can't see them fighting much evil. Now that's uh, that's a Netflix film that's coming up. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, Thunder something. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and the way she Octavia gets Spencer. the powers. Did you see yeah. the trailer? Yeah, I did see the trailer. Like, she's like it's Paul Blart. I mean, she mm-hmm. stumbles into the chair, hits all the right buttons by mistake, uh-huh. sits in the chair, and, and gets the. Of course, the whole thing just tends to activate like it would do automatically. Yeah. Right there when nobody else is in the room. Mm-hmm. There's no. Um, protection against this kind of thing happening spontaneously mm-hmm. and of course she wrecked she gets the only power source they have mm-hmm. so it's just i i see this and i'm just going oh well it looks like it will probably be a a, a fun diversion for a few hours but i mean it's an snl skit it's it is an overextended an SNL, skit. snl skit yeah but i mean it's uh so yeah uh thunder force coming up on netflix uh melissa mccarthy and octavia spencer these two very funny ladies what other ones have I watched this month? Okay, I watched The Swordsman, which also came from Korea, but a, a swordsman is losing his sight. And I'm telling you, in real time, without without any cuts, you mm-hmm. should see this guy fight dozens of, of armed and attackers yeah. with this no, sword ha- of his. I have heard of that because there is a, because it, it basically is, it, it is built around this 71 minute fight, all done in one take. Wow. All done in one camera move. Is that, and I, yes. and that's, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if it's all done in one take, but it was all done in one. It's all one camera move. The camera doesn't move. He just. Well, just him. It's just him. And every guy that comes at him, he takes out. Yeah. And it just keeps going. And there's more guys. And mm-hmm. I keep waiting for him to fall, but they can't get to him because mm-hmm. he's too quick and he's too blind. He's, but he's losing his blind and he's got to fight um, one really great swordsman, beat him. And then he's got to beat another great swordsman before he can get his daughter back. Yeah. You know, so there's all that kind of ennui that this mm-hmm. dirty bum is carrying around. But I really got into it. I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. So it's it's swordsman. Swordsman. No, um, a, is it Japanese no, or Korean? That's Korean. It's Korean. Okay. Um, another one I really liked was The Age of the Samurai. If you're lo- watching on Netflix, mm-hmm. it's a six part series about the uh, time between uh, 1850 and about 1600 when um, warlords, the most powerful warlords, were able to unify Japan starting with one in central Japan and then his successor and then the successor after him. But it's a lot of, it's a lot of talking heads telling the story, mm-hmm. but they're telling the story of these battles and what it was like to be in samurai combat and how one guy was uh, scheming against the other guy. Mm-hmm. And when, when one guy didn't like these ninjas who was disrupting his army, he went into their province and slaughtered all of them, the man, woman, and child. And they show little recreations, but it's the same sixty guys fighting in a in a uh, in a in a smoky woods, right? Mm-hmm. You know. But it's it's really good history lesson. It's, it was like the best history class you could take in first year, right? Mm-hmm. About the age of the samurai. The age and, of the samurai. So and the age of the samurai, is, and what? it talks about the great daimos, the great shoguns, um, and how they how they kind of eventually took over the power. And mm-hmm. actually, there was one of them was a peasant who rose through the army, distinguished himself, and eventually became emperor of Japan. Wow. By consolidating his power. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of fascinating because they, they just started to use also these things called um, arbitoire, arbit, 
Arbu- arbuses. They're mm-hmm. like a, a type, of, type of musket. Okay. And so you got all, all right, samurai yeah. sword fighting with muskets. Right. So you could have all kinds of neat little battlefield tactics and so on. To, if you can get the guys into a kill zone, then you could just take them apart with arrows and while they're reloading their muskets, right? Mm-hmm. Their yeah. one-shot muskets. Mm-hmm. So this is Age, Age of Samurai, Battle for Japan. Battle for Japan. It's, it's on a, Netflix. A, mini, a miniseries documentary kind of thing. Yeah, and there's six episodes. And again, it's mostly talking heads, but they're telling a really fascinating historical story. Mm-hmm. And you, you get, they have actors playing it, but most of the actors just glower at other people or they're reading they're reading uh, messages that they open up the paper and they're making faces at what they're reading but they're not yeah. speaking it right yeah and they walk through the hallway slowly with looks like they're going to kill everybody um there's a lot of disembowelment mm-hmm. apparently a lot of subaku took out took uh, a place a lot of dishonor so yeah. a lot of guys cutting their own guts open mm-hmm. a lot of heads getting chopped off okay um in fact one battle or one um campaign twenty five thousand heads were presented to the to the daimo <laughs> 25,000 imagine 25, have to collect them thousand wow yeah and one general who just got chewed out by the guy walks by the guy bringing the head on the platter to show mm-hmm. him the next head right yeah he's still living walking by these heads uh-huh. that are in a line to be shown to the boss who's sitting in a chair in the field there <laughs> so it's fucked up Wow. Okay. So if you're a fat samurai fan, then this is obviously something it's you a good should check it's it good. out. Age of check Samurai. It out. And a new uh, television series from the CW. We'll see how this one goes, but I always kind of start with a few of them until they turn into junior high romances. Mm-hmm. And that's Superman and Lois. Yes. New one from the, the Superman who was in the Arrowverse mm-hmm. and was in those um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played one of the Superman with Brendan Roth and also... Um, who who's the one that played on Smallville? Oh, uh, Tom Welling. Tom Welling. He he was also in in that movie too. They had a plethora of Supermen and a plethora yes. of Flashes. Yes. Um, so he he's kind of got his own series now. His mother dies. He goes back to Smallville. There's shenanigans going on that Lois, of course, has to uncover and report upon. Mm-hmm. And they've got two sons. One's the good-looking charmer who is a great football star, um, and they think he's getting the powers. And the other one's a gloomy um, night terrors, um, uh, God, yeah, Mo goth, kid, goth, goth kid, right? Movie, they're twins, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like they're, they're out of the same. They're not even brothers. I can't even yeah. believe they're twins, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's the gloomy one, but of course, in the first episode, he gets the powers. He's the one who's got the powers. Yeah. yeah. So of course, and, then he's got on we, and mm-hmm. the other one's got on we, because it's yeah. all about the, the other brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's. It's, well, um, you know, and I, I did see the first episode. I haven't seen the second. Oh, okay, movie, okay. But, but I mean, I did see the first episode. I absolutely loved it. And Tyler, Hock- so uh, Tyler Hawkland plays Superman. He's he's been the Superman in the uh, the CW verse yes. for a while. But he does a really good job. And you know, and it, it's a it's a different take because I mean, it's I like that Superman I mean, can Superman, do anything, but Superman, he's not a super I mean, dad. Can he's not a super dad? No, that's just it. No, that's and, it. And it's like people are trying to say, well, how do we make you know Superman relevant? So we're going to make him. You know, I mean, and I, for as much as I as I, I, I love the Superman, uh, Cal, Henry Cavill Superman, yeah. the character, you know, like they the, the, they just tried to make him sort of moody and 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 you know unpleasant. Like Cavill, and, Cavill like, wouldn't work on TV. Cavill wouldn't work on TV, but I mean, but, but this uh, guy does. I mean, he Tyler actually Huffman seems does. like and he it, cares. I, I was looking at this. I said, look, was that so hard? There's Superman. You know, yeah. was that so hard? And I mean, it, it's like you got to. Uh, well, for one thing, Clark Kent loses his job. They're they're downsizing That's at right. the That's at right. the uh, at the, the the Daily Planet. So, you know, and uh, Lois Kent, gets fired. 
yeah, actually, no, Lois didn't get fired, but Kent did. So, okay, but they, but they had—I okay, don't know—either way. But it's like so. It's—it's it's a whole different thing. They've got to—you know—they've got to—he's got to deal with the fact that look, I here I am. I'm Superman. I'm saving the world, right? Every day. But am I good? Am I good dad? You know, and that's and I like I like that you that's can pulling explore that in that direction. Yeah. And again, I've read thousands of Superman comics. He's probably the character I've read more comics of, and it's I've seen every incarnation he has, and this is a this is a fresh one. It is to make him a dad of teenagers. Again, mm-hmm. if they don't go down that CW romance route, um, it'll be good. I'm hoping for some. Like you're gonna see in episode two, <clears throat> things are not what they seem, and they're of course that Luther character who's yeah. zipping about. And I like that her father, the general, um, you know, says that uh, you know Clark Kent uh, gets to be married, but Superman doesn't. Right? Superman yeah. doesn't get to have a family and a life. Yeah. Because he's Superman, we need him. Mm-hmm. And you were very selfish to think that you could, you know, give get this for yourself. Mm-hmm. I could have your man and your children and him still be Superman. Yeah. And so there's some family conflict there. Right. Uh, and, you know, you, you can, although you can tell that the, the romance is going to come because, you know, uh, the, it'll be the teenagers, you know, because, I mean, oh, of course, you know, there's, there's no, I mean, uh, Superman and Lois are, are a couple, but I mean, the teenagers, that's where all they're going to bring in all the romance. And the, right. And it'll be, the, of course, it'll be the, 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 the lover's triangle between the two brothers and that yeah. girl that they, they both really like. Yeah. Right. But I mean, okay, I'm okay with that as long as you know. And, and yeah. they do. They, you know, Superman is pretty much who he is, and it's, and I I love that opening sequence where he he rescues the kid. There's the opening sequence where he right. you know he pulls up the green car, which is kind of like from the Superman number one cover, and then yeah. he gives the kid his hat, and the kid says, "Oh, cool costume." <laughs> Superman says, "Thanks, my mom made it." For my me. mom made it. And it's like, and yeah, it was the old timey one too. Yeah, it was the yeah. 1930s suit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and it's Superman. You know, and it was that so hard, you guys? Come on. And that reveal Superman. scene was was very kind of emotional when he picked up that truck in front of them mm-hmm. and lifted it. Yeah. I mean, that was I thought that was a cool moment too. Yeah. Of revelation that you you don't get to see a lot. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. Again, I look at these two stupid moron kids. Dad takes off his glasses. Uh, <laughs> they still don't see that he's Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Lois, the greatest reporter of all time, never this guy thought he was su- Superman, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it took her a while too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, and I know they, they, they did that video where Henry Cavill actually goes to Times Square, at, you know, when, during the um, uh, publicity for Batman right. versus Superman. So there's, there's all, they got all these billboards that say Superman, Henry Cavill as Superman. There's these billboards in Times Square and, and Cavill is walking around Times Square, not wearing glasses, wearing a Superman t-shirt, and no one recognizes him. <laughs> so, you know, it's like See, that's, that's ridiculous. I'd feel yeah. so bad, you know, if you were that him, mm-hmm. like your ego would just be crushed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's already yeah, ridiculously he had, he had good, good looking. He and good he's got the body of a Superman. So, mm-hmm. like, you think someone would notice him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's like he's, you know, wearing, wearing the Superman t shirt. Like yeah, exactly. Not, not wearing glasses, but yeah. they're, you know, can I be any but yeah that's that's the the goofiest you know alter ego in the world is just take off your glasses and suddenly you're superman yeah but the kids i mean all these years where's dad ben right Mm -hmm. all of a sudden dad's gone right and we don't see him drive away right we don't see him walk down the block no yeah dad's just out he's jumped out the fucking window how did he (laughs) get to the office right ahead of me you know Uh, so obviously intelligence isn't one of their superpowers. No, <laughs> no, 
yeah, they, they picked up their, they got their brains from their mom, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and again, 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 it's good. It's a good Monday nighter. I'm going to watch it until I get sick of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that one goes. We can talk about it. Doesn't change, doesn't change things one little bit. We can talk, we can talk, we can talk if you want to. We can dig, we can drag feelings back from the dead. Do an autopsy and dissect everything that was said. Or we could do our best to forget all about it. This has been a COC production.